Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Welcome to Fightful. It's August 21st, 2023. Your WWE post raw review. I'm here with Denise Salcedo. Denise, how you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm trying to get pumped, man. I'm really trying to get pumped. Good luck, buddy. You're heading to London tomorrow. I head there Friday night. I'll be there Saturday morning. You excited? I'm really excited. I even went to go get my nails done today. I I don't even know if this is London blue, but I just told the I just told the lady I was like, let's just do blue. I didn't want to do blue and red because I thought that'd be too much. And then I didn't want anyone to look like a geek. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to do all blue. But I saw that it's going to be raining, I think, Thursday and Friday. But I'm okay with that. I'm definitely okay with that. If if I'm going to be anywhere where it's raining, it might as well be London. I think it's like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. No, it's just Thursday, Friday. Okay, it's changed. All righty then. Well, no, it? it says Sunday too. Isn't Sunday the day of the show? Partly cloudy. Not too bad. But they have a roof, right? We'll see. Anyway, guys, please leave a thumbs up. Please subscribe. We are over 100,000 subscribers. I want to thank you guys so much for helping get us there. I can't remember. Yeah, we we got there before last Monday. Uh, Last Wednesday, we debuted The Hump every Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern. It is... uh, it has replaced list and your boy. And and tonight we dared Denise to start a minute and a half early. And this person says, Why can't this show ever start on time? I don't, I don't know. Uh, gee, why are you asking two minutes after we started if we can start on time? You, you know what? I'm sorry, you're in timeout. So the show's gonna get started about five minutes later for you. Uh you know subscribe. What happens? You know, tell the people what happens. We haven't we haven't talked. We pop on. How are you doing? How are you doing? Oh, this is what's new. This is what's new. And then you and I start the podcast before the podcast starts. Yep. I mean, there you go. There you go. Now, I think that maybe it didn't get started at on YouTube or something. I don't know. I don't know what people are talking about. We've been on the air for two and a half minutes. 
Wait, we're not on the, are we not live? We're on the air. We're on the air. Yeah, we're sitting here on the air. I see the viewer count up there and everything. Uh, listen, I, I can't, I don't know what to tell you guys. Uh, here we are. We're, we're here. Denise, uh, you're, you're heading to London. Any Anything you're looking to try in London? Everything. I just want to eat everything. Like I'm going with the intention of putting on a couple pounds because I'm going to go okay. down and just like eat everything. And for the first time in my life, I want to go have afternoon tea. So are I you, just want to be sitting down, sipping tea and eating scones. Are you going to go full Bear Bronson? I don't know. Why does he have a bunch of tea? Oh, he was eating some stuff. That, that's for sure. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, fightful. Fightful Select, youtube.com slash Fightful. We want to appreciate you guys for being here. Uh, FightfulSelect.com reported tonight that Kevin Owens would be back in action on screen. Also, we had reported last Friday that he would be at the tapings and that he was cleared. Subscribe to Fightful Select, the best $5 in the business. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. And listen, people saying you forgot to start the YouTube. Uh, I didn't forget to start shit, my friends. Uh, I can't, I can't help what StreamYard does. I'm sorry. But, uh, anyway, we got WWE raw. And if you have seen our WWE raw review the last few weeks, it'll be very similar to those, except we just aren't going to elaborate as much because Denise, we saw a lot of the same things that we saw in previous weeks. And um, that's the thing. I'm sorry. I was checking to see if we're live on YouTube on my end, but um, so that was we the thing been. that I was telling you about right now was that I feel like I'm watching the same episode of Raw over and over again, especially yeah. when it comes to the main event. The main event, we've been getting a bunch of different variations of, of what we've been getting the last couple of weeks. And I was like, am I crazy? But I went on to, you know, check the check everything. And yeah, it's like, yeah, they changed one person here and there. But for the most part, I feel like a lot of the show has been kind of the same. And and I kind of feel a little bit bad, too, because one of the things that I was thinking about is that there are people that genuinely want to come on and watch Monday Night Raw. Right. And yeah. I'm sitting here and I pay very close attention to the format of the show. And why are you laughing when I said I pay very close attention? <laughs> I, I just like very... to imagine that you just have the format and you like going to look at that stuff. You'd want to know why? Because I've come to the conclusion and I sh I've thought about this a lot before, but Truly, you can watch all of Raw in about an hour, maybe an hour and a half. You yep. can literally sit down and watch a match. I'm not even talking the highlights. I'm talking oh, an, an hour and a half is very generous, Denise. Like you could watch it in an hour easy. Yeah. Yeah. And so that could be a little bit frustrating when I come in and I sit down and then I watch like something that I didn't even need to watch. And then it's commercials. And then I come back again and they give me something else that I didn't need to watch. And then it's commercials again. And it can get a little frustrating yeah i'm completely with you i'm completely with you uh if you are frustrated guys get in your super chats get in your humper chats we would greatly appreciate it powerbomb media sent one in as well and aaron garcia says first day of college nothing like settling down with some raw and fightful we appreciate you doing that we appreciate you sending a super chat to celebrate that you can also send a humper chat over at humperchats.com Come, we would greatly appreciate that because we want to know what you want to talk about. We want to know what you want us to spend some time on. Matt Reichel says, how was the hurricane, Denise? Have a safe trip to London, Sean and Denise. Oh, God, I knew that question was coming. So I'm going to be real with everybody. There were specific 
speaking specifically for where I live, this was, there was nothing really happening. And I felt really dumb because I went out and got like sandbags and stuff for like my house and not even like a drop of water ever hit my front door at all. But there were other areas that were like somewhat impacted, but they're for the most part, we've had way worse storms and the, the <laughs> and they canceled everything. They canceled everything like school and they closed everything down. And I was like, damn, we've had way worse. And like they made our asses go to work and go to school and stuff like that. But um, but no, there were some areas that did get hit pretty badly. But like specifically speaking for me in my home. Not so much. Nothing happened. Although we did get an earthquake that I didn't even feel, though. Interesting. Yeah. Jonathan Corona says, hey, Denise, crazy time. We're living in SoCal. We got a blizzard, then a tropical storm, then an earthquake. Damn, this is crazy. You know what I, you know what pisses me off too? And this is what I was thinking about. And this is what all Californians, I'm going to put this in your guys' head right now. This year, in the last year, we've gotten a tornado. Remember it happened in Montebello, a tornado, (laughs) we got a hurricane, okay, we get earthquakes, mudslides, fires, and so my whole thing now is California needs to lower their damn rent prices because before they could charge us an arm and a leg and be like, our weather is amazing, you're paying for this glorious weather, well now we're out here with freaking tornadoes and hurricanes (laughs) and earthquakes, oh my, and we still got to pay an arm and a leg. A tornado? (laughs) Bro, I'm sorry, but I should not be paying that price, okay? If we're going to be getting, what is it, tornadoes, tornadoes? I don't even care. (laughs) Want to know why, Sean? Because we don't get those shits here, okay? We get earthquakes. That's that's all we should be getting. And I hate them too. A tornado? Oh, my God. It's better better than raw. Bro, I gave you more content here in 30 seconds than Raw did all three hours. Damn, but no, that's what she but you said. completely dismissed my point, Sean. I'm a frustrated Californian paying Move. extremely high prices. Okay. Move. No. Cry me a river. Go to Reno, Nevada. Who cares? Nah, bro. Did you see Nevada? Look no, terrible. I, I was thinking about this. I wonder for the price that I pay right now, what I can oh. get in Kentucky. I could okay, probably tell, be living like a queen. Tell me what you you pay. I'm not going to be putting that up on here on the well, air. Put put it in the private chat, and I'll tell you. Okay. Andrew H says this entire raw felt like a setup for next week. Yes, it did. Oh, Denise. <laughs> <laughs> and it's two bedroom. Okay. Okay, Denise. Don't break my heart. I'm just going to show you. I, Okay. And that doesn't even include everything else, like bills and shit. Okay. Denise, I just I'm just mentioning this detail because it's a little a little misleading, but I pay a thousand dollars less to own my home. It's a it's about an eighteen hundred it's about nineteen hundred square foot house, three bedroom, two bathroom. It's you know not huge, but I pay about a thousand dollars less. So I mentioned to you the down payment that I put on my house. What you pay right now, yes, you would be living in a very nice home here in Kentucky. I'm so depressed. Move to Kentucky, Denise. Within a three-hour drive, we have Nashville, Huntington, Dayton, Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Louisville, all that stuff, Knoxville, 
all that. Columbus, three different yeah. airports within an hour of me. I'm good to go. Man. That's depressing. I'm depressed those, right now. Those are tornado prices you got going on. Bro, we oh, got man. a mini freaking dryer in this house. You didn't, can we don't even, our little closet doesn't even fit the full size ones. We got those mini, have you seen those mini ones? The two no, ones? No, I've got a full one. They're the mint. You okay? Some people they're like literally the size of my phone. Well, not really the size of my phone, but you get me like they're skinny like this, like a phone. You could move to Cincinnati. Cincinnati's a nice city. Yeah, Actually, nice. <laughs> Cincinnati's not a nice city. The northern Kentucky side of Cincinnati is is a nice area, but I'm just saying, third cheapest state in the country to live in. Pretty nice. Pretty nice. Uh, anyway. We're going to start things off with New Day defeating the Glass Bros because the Viking Raiders attacked. Now, New Day had originally said, like, oh, this is for a top contender match. I didn't notice a lot of that discussion throughout this, this match. Like, it seemed like they stepped off that gas pedal unless maybe I just wasn't paying attention or something like that. But, I mean, the match was good. Unfortunately, they have nerfed the Viking Raiders so much that I'm like, all right, do, do I care that much about them being involved in this? Like, we we are a far cry from the war machine that I, that I knew quite a while back. Now, they did a couple months ago beat Alpha Academy a couple times. But other than that, when's the last time we saw the Viking Raiders really do much of anything? And it's obviously not their fault. They don't book the show, but they haven't really done much since the Braun and Ricochet feud in, in like March. Right. So I'll be honest with you. My reaction to that, because I was enjoying what we were seeing with the match, like the match itself was good. And I love the now that we're apparently, according to the New Day, calling them uh, McGriddles. Uh, I thought that was a yeah. really cute uh, tag team name, by the way. But uh, so I'm out here enjoying this match and I'm like, you know getting my kicks in, watching it, enjoying myself. And when the Viking Raiders came in, I'll be real with you. My honest to God reaction was, oh man, why? Because I didn't care because you're right. They have really lowered the Viking Raiders so much to the point where I now just see them as, you know, the, I don't even know, the, the, the team that's there whenever you just need to throw a match together, but you're not even taking completely seriously. And that really bumps me out because we were talking about this last week about how, you know, the Viking Raiders at one point were a pretty damn cool tag team. And I enjoyed seeing them work. And now I'm just like, uh, now they've accustomed me to not care about the Viking Raiders on the show. So I guess on one hand, they're at least doing something sort of different with them. But on the other hand, I just didn't feel like we necessarily needed them added to this equation here. Yeah, a fine match. And uh, New Day are open to having a rematch against McRiddle. But I, I at least like that because they, they're like, okay, that's not exactly how we wanted to win either. Like we... We think that you guys should give it another shot. Let, let's see it. But I just get the feeling that it's going to break down and the Viking Raiders are going to get involved again either because why wouldn't they? And that that is a booking trope that we have seen a lot of lately. And unfortunately, we haven't seen a lot of resolution around there. And it's one of those same old things that we're seeing happening a lot. Darby says, Sean says, sorry, Barbie, I have a full-sized house. Uh, Joel Wood says the amount that Denise pays could get her a nice ass house in about 45 other states. Well, almost 
every city except for like San Francisco and New York, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's depressing. It's you're renting, right? Yeah, that's even more depressing. Oh. Like when I think about all the money that I give per month to these people, and then what's worse is I go on Zillow and I see the prices of like houses, and then I see like how much they cost for like these really shitty houses that are like falling down on their last legs, and I'm like, I can't even afford these sad ass looking houses. Like that's pretty depressing. Denise, the the amount that you pay in rent is like you can't even by default put that into like realtor.com as as the option jesus christ like in california again kentucky i'm gonna look at at what you could rent in kentucky for that price (laughs) yeah denise what there is almost nothing that is even that expensive to rent here so you're telling me i could get like a really nice mansion in kentucky not a mansion but we're talking okay i found one 2,400 square feet, four bed, two and a half bath. And how much is it? You want me to go out and tell everybody how no, much? No, I'm saying like the actual, like the full house price, like if I were to buy the house. Oh, you can't just buy the house. You got to rent the house. That's, oh, well, I'm not going to be going to Kentucky and rent no house. There's some nice houses. Like, I'm just saying like. Yeah. Look, okay. Look. So like here, here, when I look on Zillow, there's like million dollar houses and they are sad looking. They yeah, are yeah. sad. Like they look terrible and they got like, you, they're bad. If you spend a million dollars on a house here, you're getting a very, very, very nice house. Right. Yeah. There's, there's very sad options here. Ricardo says McIntyre plus Riddle equals McRiddle. Nice McDonald's. I hope and- they get some sort of. I hope they did that for a reason, like a yeah. partnership with McDonald's or something. And then you get a little action figure and your little Mick, Mick, what is it? McGriddle? Yeah, McGriddle. Andrew says, trivia for Denise. What was Carrie Von Erich's WWF nickname? Ah, remind me. I have a the terrible Texas, memory. The Texas Tornado. Ah, Volob says, tornadoes do nothing to me, but that tornado almost made me fall out of my chair. Tornado, 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 whatever. Potato, Tornado. Potato. I'm right. just adding to it. Mortal Kombat Shayna promo. I liked this from Shayna. Like, I, I like seeing this. Uh, yeah, I got my wife messaging me saying, talk Denise into moving kit to Kentucky. Oh, God. No. You no. would have to do a whole lot to do to get that to happen. I would rather literally, I'm not even going to say it. Mm. I'd rather live under a bridge here than move to Kentucky, Sean. Anyway. I'd have a great view under my bridge. Yeah, no, you wouldn't. Um, (laughs) Anyway, what'd you think of the Shayna promo? Oh, man. All right. So I'm loving what they're doing with Shayna. I think they're doing a great job of picking up where they left off after her defeat of Ronda Rousey. And I hope that they kick it into high gear. We got the Gunther pre-match promo, and then we get Chad Gable and Gunther. So FightfulSelect.com had uh, the the rundown of the show, as, as is tradition, $5 a month, best $5 in the business. And I had mentioned it was only scheduled for two segments. They are very clearly keeping this going until payback. This was a good match. Fantastic. And they really played up that Gunther lost for the first time, but he lost because of a suplex over the barricade that caused him to count, get counted out. Gable is celebrating this like it's 1992 and 
you know, Lex Luger beats Yokozuna by DQ or count out. He's like, yeah, come on. We know what kind of competitor Chad Gable is. He's an Olympian. Like, is he happy that he somehow got a win over Gunther? Sure. But, you know, a title shot isn't guaranteed after this either, even though this this was his title shot. I would think that he would be more concerned about winning the Intercontinental Championship than winning by countout. But may, maybe I read the guy wrong, Denise. Sean, I like your logic here, but this was like the biggest thing I liked on today's show. In fact, this was probably the only thing I liked on today's show. So because of that, I'm going to freaking put it over like it was the greatest thing I've ever saw because I really did enjoy this. I've been loving what they've been doing with Imperium and uh, Alpha Academy the last couple of weeks. And with this one in particular, like even going into the promos that they cut before the actual match like the one where uh gunther was staring right into the camera like this is what i want from gunther like before all of his matches because he was like you're not going to make a name for yourself you know be through me your fairy tale is ending and that to me was really good stuff from gunther i felt like this felt more like gunther than what they had him do the week before when he was out there on top of the commentary table doing all of these like basic heel things trashing the place i'm like yeah yeah cool cool we everybody does it gunther you're special do something different i felt like this one here was a little bit different than what he did last week so i appreciated that i love the way that they made it feel like a big deal going into this match on i knew something was going to happen I didn't know what was going to happen, but I knew something was going to come out of this because they wouldn't have made it feel like such a big deal if it wasn't. Even just like little things where Otis gives a kiss to Chad Gable, spanks him on the butt and sends him on his way backstage. Like little things like that was very funny. The match itself loved it. The spot where he did the suplex over the barricade and then ran off and then got him back into the ring and, uh, you know, didn't get count, counted out and ended up winning. It was, he celebrated so much that for a split second, I forgot that he, the title wouldn't change hands. Like, completely forgot for a split second there uh, due to his celebration. And so, for me, I liked this because he he pinned him. Oh, not pinned him. He defeated him. Like, he defeated him. Regardless of it, it didn't happen with the pin or via submission, he still got the win over Gunther. And because Gunther has been protected so well and because he's felt so dominant, this felt like a big deal. So I was a big fan of this. I love the ending. It was excited, exciting. Uh, I don't remember the last time I was excited about a count out. I don't even remember the last time this happened. Oh, I, well, I mean, that was my only issue with it was Gable acting like it was the biggest deal in the world, but it did play up the moment. And Gunther had never been beaten on, on the main roster. I also want to credit Michael Cole because he made this feel like a pay-per-view match the way that he was calling it. And I thought that was really great. Very clearly, this is going to go to payback. So I'm, if I would love to get 15 20. But who knows? Because I wanted 15-20 out of Riddle and Gunther twice, and they gave me seven each time. So I'm just wanting something satisfying. Denise, I want them to have the opportunity to hump. That's what I want. Give these two men the opportunity to hump that they deserve. They put in the work. They deserve that special time. Will Chisholm says, SRS, I'm mad you got me wanting to see... Gunther Chaffe, 70-year-old man in Memphis. He told me he didn't want to do it. He's too nice of a guy. He's like, I don't want to do that. And I was like, <laughs> I, I do, though. I don't care what you want. This isn't about what you want, Gunther. It's about what I want. And I want to see him 
honky tonk man and the little particles that go poof all over the place. Sean, do you think that if you took a chop from Gunther, that like your heart would stop for like a second? Because I've heard that can legitimately happen. I believe it would hurt a lot. I believe that um, I've got asthma and I don't think it'd do great (laughs) things for my asthma. I think think I'd probably be a little breathless. (laughs) I was going to say, I've seen you with your asthma. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. I've taken some pretty tough chops, but I don't think that anything that I've taken even even resembles. I was actually internally laughing at you the day that we went to go watch the Cody Rhodes documentary. (laughs) Anyway, we're going to mute Denise. Sheldon says the Chad Gable celebration gave me Lex Luger beating Yokozuna type of vibes celebrating, even though they didn't win the title. That is exactly what it reminded me of uh, Sheldon. And that's why I was like, "Mm, I don't know. Uh, Bizarro big L says, why did Chad's match feel like a revamp of that dumb false win up? I think Lex Luger, when he uh, celebrated a count out win, Denise, I don't know what you pay, but my condo mortgage is, is 1K a month, 45 minutes from Boston. And I think he said Callus looking like a 1990 blockbuster movie. But um, Denise, man, people are are saying, Michael Compton says housing prices in Kentucky more interesting than Raw. I mean, I sincerely love Kentucky for that reason. I live in a nice city. I live close to a, a drive from seven or eight cities, three airports. I'm liking it here. Well, at least now you know why I'm always very stressed out and tightly, tightly wound up. I mean, also, like, I talk about how far that I moved from home, like the the very small town. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I'm driving to this one place. It's like an hour away. That's how long it takes me to get back to the place that I moved away from. 60 miles away. Yeah, that's nothing here. Like 40 minutes to an hour. That's, 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 that's nothing. Oh, that'll get me to Louisville or Cincinnati. An hour will. That'll yeah. get me, I don't even know, just any any direction that I go will be like 40 minutes to an hour. Kim Gray says, I guess I live in Tornado Alley. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, How do you say it? Tornado. Tornado. Rock How hard, do I Joel say Woods. it? Tornado? Tornado, yeah. Tornado, tornado, tornado. Rock hard, Joel Woods says, keep paying those prices and living under a bridge might not be a bad idea. That's true. And listen, Denise, I'm going to help you out here. Whether you live under a bridge, you live in Kentucky, you live in California, I'm going to help you control your costs. And you're going to be able to do it whenever you're over in the UK with NordVPN.com slash Fightful, the most versatile sponsor that we have is nordvpn.com slash fightful give you guys a little background this past weekend i was at this marathon collision taping uh for aew they did aew roh and uh or yeah they did collision roh and rampage for next week so this show went to like 12 30 i dipped out a little bit early 
And there was a UFC pay-per-view going on. To be honest with you, I only wanted to watch the last two fights. But I didn't feel bad about ordering the pay-per-view because I used NordVPN.com slash Fightful. I changed my virtual location with just one click. And I get those overseas prices instead of those insane U.S. prices. As a result, the amount that I saved on that one pay-per-view paid for the entire subscription that I have of NordVPN. Not only that, they have a wealth of other options. Right now, you can get 65% off and three extra months. You can detect malware during downloads, stay safer online with the leading VPN service, the fastest in the world, and you can block uh, trackers and intrusive ads. It has the best pop-up blocker that I've ever seen. Uh, it is a fantastic service. You need to check it out. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Available for all your devices and operating systems. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Andy says, not a fan of tribalism, but strange that analysts are poo-pooing mania. 20 mil gate is a far bigger success than all in. Also, was Cody booed today? Didn't feel like the usual thunderous reaction. I didn't hear him booed, but also... Like all in is quite literally setting the attendance record, the actual attendance record. So you can kind of decide whichever one WWE broke their gate record. AEW is breaking an all time attendance record. I don't see one as bigger than the other. It really depends on the eye of the beholder. One's a publicly traded company that wants to maximize revenue, the other one is a differently run company. So yeah, I'm fine with that. We have Nakamura. I love this too, actually. Nakamura is revealing what he whispered to Seth Rollins. And what he whispered was, I know about your back. And he says that Seth Rollins has had a broken back for years. Seth Rollins confirmed this later on. Like he, he went from sort of hiding his pain with his smiles and his jokes to being like, yeah, I have had a crack in my vertebrae for several years and I still work through it. I thought this was pretty good. I thought it humanized Seth Rollins an awful lot. It gave Nakamura a little bit of a leg up. I thought this was a really, really effective couple of segments, Denise, to the point to where we have Jay Miller saying, does Seth drop the belt to get his back fixed? It's working, obviously, Denise. Somebody got sold a $2 super chat with this angle. Yeah, I can see that. I will say this. I think that what they did this week was so much better than what they had Shinsuke go out there and do it last week. Because uh, last week I was sitting here telling telling everybody how it kind of felt bad because he was getting what chanted and they, it was just it did not it did not go very smoothly for Shinsuke last week. I think this was a million times better. And even that backstage promo with uh, Seth Rollins, you know, like you said, acknowledging that what he said was true. All of that was great. And but that's the thing, though, is I don't feel sold enough to say that I want to see Shinsuke as world heavyweight champion right now. And so actually my fear is that this is going to be too much of a leg up. And then, yeah, we're not going to get Seth, uh, you know, Seth's going to drop the belt. And I, I know that I don't want to see Seth drop the belt. I, I don't want to see Seth drop the belt to Shinsuke right now. I, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet at all. If he was going to drop the belt, I would rather have it be somebody else. I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think Seth's dropping the title. I, think I hope gonna... not. That's what I'm afraid of. I mean, I'd be okay with, with Shinsuke having a run, even a short one, but uh, this is basically what Seth Rollins said. His bad back? Doctor said I need a bacchiotomy. 
Dr. Sid, I'm... Man. <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura put him on blast. Seth Rollins needs a bacchiotomy. Have you ever thrown out your back, Sean? Well, Denise, <laughs> I also worked with a, a broken vertebrae, a cracked vertebrae for years. Yes. Okay, so more that my counts, neck, right? More in my, my neck. But yeah, I did have, have some back issues. I got stenosis too. Yeah. I don't I even know what stenosis out. is. What's stenosis? You should probably learn what stenosis is if you're you're covering wrestling. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what stenosis is. Yes, I've dealt with a lot of <laughs> spinal back issues, unfortunately. Uh, I, I got the, the, the best of injuries. Like I got, I got a ton of them. We got, what's the L oh, pumpkin Escobar saying, Sean, I know it's early. Any rumors about who the favorites are to win the men's and women's Royal rumble? Uh, no, not yet. And anybody that's tweeting anything and saying perfectful, first off, shame them, call them losers, idiots, dorks, dweebs, tell them, uh, why their parents left them, but also they're lying. There, there's been no discussion over that right now. Rock hard. Joel Wood says, tell Denise to hit up Conrad for house prices. I'm sure he can find something literally anywhere else. Would you ever be open to moving, Denise? No. Really? Why? I love California. It's in my DNA. But I mean, I love else California in- like so much. You don't even know. Like I would, sure. I've considered tat- getting a California tattoo. Like that's how much I love California. I mean, that's that's understandable. I mean, you're, you're from California. You live there. But like, would you move anywhere else in California? No, uh, no, really? I can't even leave SoCal. And I'm very picky about even certain areas in SoCal. Like, I can't even move to Northern California. I'll be real with you. I, I would I would struggle so much. And I can't move to like middle of nowhere, California either, because we do got some middle of nowhere places. I've seen them sure. uh, in that drive to San Francisco. Yeah, no, thanks. I can't. Can move to I Death need to be, I need to be like, no, I wouldn't move to Death Valley either. I need to be in this area. Like this is the area I need to be in. That's understandable. Champa promo. He says, you know what? A few weeks ago I was in the ring while Chad Gable was celebrating. And it wasn't, wasn't just that, uh, that also happened weeks before that. He's like, I'm tired of this. I'm going to be the change that I want to see. And he says, do it yourself, which obviously DIY it's another hint of Johnny Gargano. He, he teased this. This was teased a while back also teased with the missing posters, but this is an, I'll believe it when I see it thing. I give up at this point. They do the same thing to Champa all the freaking time. They have him come out. He does his great little promos backstage, the ones where he's you know, sitting down like this, and we're going to have a real conversation. He does incredible promos. They're and great. then you know what happens yeah. afterwards? Nothing. Nothing happens. We get these promos. We're like, oh, yeah, something's going to happen. Here we go. They're finally going to see what they're going to do with him. This is it. We're going to go from here. We're going to get the Champa that we saw in NXT. It's going to be great. We don't get nothing. Interesting. Well, I like the promo. I think it's a good reset for him. I hope that they actually bring back bring back Gargano, but I'm not going to be honey-dicked into thinking that they are again. I'm tired of this. They have convinced me too many times. In fact, I've been sitting on a story about one of the times they were supposed to come back just in hopes that I don't ruin them bringing them back because they're like, ah, oh, well, now everybody expects it. So I'm going to give it a couple weeks. It, w- it would be so WWE to do it like 
the week that the Browns play the Steelers on Monday Night Football, just so Johnny can't watch the Browns play the Steelers on Monday Night Football. So that's what I'm that's what I'm expecting. But at this point, it's like the Threads app getting a desktop version. You're Veer at this point. I don't you believe still you're have ever a coming. Threads app? Hell no, I ain't on that app. I'm waiting for them to get a get a desktop version. I Every haven't week. logged on to my Threads account in like a month. <laughs> Every week it's I. It's coming this week. It's coming this week. It's coming this week. Yeah, it's Veer. That's what it is. How on earth do you launch that app without a desktop version? Unreal. Did you see the uh, new thing that Elon's doing on Twitter about the headlines, the news headlines on articles? What do you mean? He's taking out the headlines. So there's oh. going to be no more headlines on news articles. It's just going to be the picture. You know how it's usually the picture and then in the bottom, the little headline. Yeah, yeah. He's taking that out, apparently. Yeah, I don't I don't care about that. Our our feed automatically generates the title. So that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if he's going to take that out, too, but that would make sense because you could just retype it. But still so very stupid of him to just remove features and then be like, you know what? That feature was kind of all right. Like people were flipping out. They're like, oh, my God, you got to. Do government ID to be verified? Yeah, that's how it was before he changed everything. And then like like Weenie Slapper 332 was verified on Twitter. Like uh, Weenie Slapper. Unless his driver's license said Weenie Slapper 332, he wasn't getting verified before that. Richard <laughs> says, as a Fresno native, I take offense to the middle of nowhere, California. But also, you're right, though. Not much here. Yeah. Fresno's, Fresno's not a middle of nowhere place. It's a city. Right? Like There are worse ones. Like, there's places where there's, like, way less going on. But, yeah, Fresno, there ain't that much. Like, I've never been to Fresno. Like, I've drove past Fresno, but I've never actually had to go to Fresno. Yeah. It's like I mean, Lexfields and stuff, like, places like that. Yeah. But, I mean, like, Lexington has, like, 320,000 people. Cincinnati, 300,000. And Fresno has like 550,000. Like they're big. Right, right. But there's like no specific reason to go. Like I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to go to Fresno and hang out at this place. No idea what's in Fresno. There's people that live there, sure, but there's nothing there. Yeah. You also do. That is also one of the benefits of where you live too. Like there's nothing that LA doesn't have. No, like I can literally go any direction and I'll find something. Even if you, even though you got to spend an hour to get everywhere. You don't really have to drive more than an hour to see anything else because everything is in L.A. Right. Matthew Plus says, Kelly Kelly should have used her shoot name. Yeah, probably should have, but at that time they weren't allowing stuff like Barbie Blank. Cyclops is better than Logan sent us Twitch bits and says, Denise thinking about moving to Kentucky, getting a horse, and becoming every Kentucky stereotype she <laughs> joked about. I All the time when people are like, oh, Kentucky, you got horses, right? And I'm like, no, brother, I was poor. So I did not have horses. That is not a thing. Well, it's like the California stereotype. Everybody's at the beach with blonde hair, smoking weed, saying dude. Yeah, that's you. Anyway, <laughs> Rhea Ripley crushed Candice LeRae. Absolutely crushed Candice LeRae. Uh, she used the gorilla clutch, which is the hanging toehold, which I absolutely love that move. Yeah, I wish that Candice maybe wouldn't get crushed. I, I see the benefits, but I also see the detriments. Rhea looks strong. She looks great. It's it's a Goldberg, Goldberg-esque run for her. So then when Rhea Ripley meets Raquel, which we'll talk about momentarily, 
that looks special. But how do you feel about Candace getting crushed? Because I feel like it certainly didn't do her any favors. No, and I think given what we have seen of Candace LeRae, as you know, well, it's been a while since we've seen any of that. So let's be real, it's been a while. But if you knew Candace before her main roster time, and bef- and obviously some of her time in NXT, she did have a lot of good stuff on NXT. But even before her NXT days, you know she has a lot more to bring to the table. And you didn't get to see any of that. We haven't seen any of that really on the main roster. Uh, nevertheless, not on this match, that's for sure. Great finish, that was great. Um, I love seeing Rhea look like she's just manhandling women like it's nobody's business. Uh, That's great stuff. But they could have definitely done a lot more here. And honestly, I'm going to start off by saying the whole saying the exact same thing for the other women's match that we had later on. Same thing could have been done a lot more. A whopping six minutes of women's in ring time today. All together? Oh, shoot. Damn. Yes. Uh, KE775 says Rhea's title reign has stunk. I feel bad saying it. She barely wrestles. And when she does, the matches are incredibly brief. Natalia, the exception. Well, I'm okay if she crushes Natalia, crushes Candace, crushes Indy. I am all right with that. I do wish, like, she just put the title on the line. She could just say, I'm not afraid of you. I'll put the title on the line here on Raw. And then all of a sudden, bam, there you go. Uh, I'm okay with that. She has met someone who can match her in the ring, and it will not be a squash match because Raquel is back. Raquel throws the crutch at Rhea's face, says, you know what? Payback. We got our match. I'm pumped for this match. I'm really, really pumped for it. Like, listen, I wouldn't care if it main evented the pay-per-view because I don't think, I don't know what else would. Like, I I don't know what else is going to headline this pay-per-view. I really want to see them get time i really want to see them go out there and have a natalia and rhea ripley style match and beat the living shit out of each other denise yeah so i was just mentioning nxt and yeah we've seen what they can do over on the nxt side of things so i'm excited to see what they're going to do over on raw i'm hoping that this is the feud that kicks off Rhea's reign. Like, re kind of restarts it a little yeah. bit because, it, yeah, the Natalia match was great. And then, of course, when she had her WrestleMania match against Charlotte, that was great, but that was kind of it. So I'm kind of seeing this Raquel feud as almost like her first real concrete feud that actually has something with her title reign because the Natalia stuff, the feud itself was not that good. It was just the one match that was good. Everything else, I don't even remember what they were beefing about in the first place. And so for me, I feel like this story with Raquel could be like the first thing to really kick off her kick off her reign, even though it's already started like a whole, a whole long time ago. Um, but I love how confident Raquel looked, by the way. She came out. She looked great. She, her promo was great. Um, her throwing the crutches to Rhea. And, you know, tricking her, that was good. Even little things here that I liked. Uh, Dominic and Rhea Ripley mocking Raquel and doing the limping. They were limping and mocking her. I thought that was really good, too. But I thought they did a really good job of, of everything, the way they laid it out. And they made Raquel look like an actual threat against Rhea. And given how much of a threat Rhea has been, I think that this one here finally feels like it's a match for her. So I'm excited. While we're on the subject of women's wrestling, a very, very brief match followed, which I was actually okay with this match being brief too, but also I get the complaints. 
Piper Niven, after declaring herself the women's tag team champion, got a very, very quick win. As soon as she was tagged in, bam, splash that looked great on on uh, Katana Chance. And Chelsea was getting her ass whipped a little bit. Piper drags Chelsea out, by the way, also bullies her around a little bit. But I also, like, while I liked everything that happened here, again, I'm like, okay, Katana and Caden didn't get a title shot here. It was non-title. What does one do to get a title shot here? Do you beat the champions and get one after that? Because there are no other tag teams. And I agree with Hunter Tillman here. He says, hey, Sean and Denise, hope you're both well. Becoming very hard to be a fan of women's wrestling when they're getting less than 10 minutes wrestling and promo segment that honestly we didn't need much love. The time that the women aren't getting Denise is becoming much, much more blatant of late. Across the board. We're not just yeah. talking about WWE here. Might as well mention across the freaking board. Yeah. Uh, it's very depressing sometimes when you see that because there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot more that can be done, right? I guess that's a different subject for another time. But I will say this, though. When I watch this match, again, going back to NXT, we've seen Kaden and Katana do way better jobs on NXT. The thing about Kaden and Katana is that you have um, Katana who is so freaking flexible. She can do all of these crazy things. And then you have Caden, who's a very, very hard hitting. And so you have a really nice combo. And they gave him like one little flashy move in this match, but they really wrapped it up so freaking fast. And I remember watching this and writing down in my notes, they could have done a lot more here. This could have gone longer. They could have really given Caden and Katana an opportunity to kind of do some of their other flashy spots that we've seen them do on NXT because they've been teaming now for quite a while. They're actually one of the few women's tag teams that have actually been going on like currently right now, like the longest. I'm trying to think who's been a longer tag team for the women. Um, oh, they, they actually mentioned that on commentary. Wade Barrett was like, you know, a lot of these women's tag teams, especially they don't meet immediate success. They split up there. And she, he was like, not Casey and Caden or Katana and Caden. He's like, they have stuck it out. They have been a team. They are a unit. Exactly. So that is something too. I feel like they should have just done a whole lot there to show what more they can do. Because even when they did have that one little flashy moment during this match, you heard the crowd go, ah, like everyone had like a whole ah moment. And I get that they wanted to make Piper Niven, you know, look the way that she did at the end of the match. Great. But it would have been so much better if in the process of this, you actually did something with the other girls, because that's why we're sitting here with no other teams that are getting over whatsoever. And that's why this women's tag team division is so so dry and yeah i thought there could have been a lot more done here speaking of dry this trish stratus promo was so bad i didn't hate it I oh my liked god it. the crowd was basically chanting we don't care is that what they were I, saying yeah and I, I just i did i was bored to tears by this trish promo and i really like trish i like her work i really admire that she's doing live events and stuff this didn't do it for me at all at all 
So, but I, I am very excited to hear what you enjoyed about it. Yeah, now I feel really bad because I actually no, liked you can, this. You can feel like and you can I didn't like it if you want. I didn't understand what the crowd was saying. I'm like, are they speaking French? What's happening right now? Uh, they they were basically saying we don't fucking care is what they were saying. Okay, okay, couldn't make that out. Anyway, so <laughs> damn, French. I feel really bad because I liked this. So that's so the bad. Thing with you Trish. can like it when she remember when she first did those first like two weeks of back-to-back promos where they started piping in the crowd noise. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? Okay. That was brutal. I remember sitting there and going, Oh my God, they are literally killing Trish Stratus here right now in this moment. And when she came out, I, I don't know what it is, but I feel like for some reason, sometimes heel Trish doesn't always connect with the audiences. And clearly right now with how you felt, uh, that's clearly the point, right? But I actually liked a lot of what she did. I like when she came out and she was buried in like certain areas of Canada that weren't specific to, you know, to Toronto and all of that. Uh, I love how she went into Becky's face and she started saying how she's always been thrown into the fire and she's always shined. Um, the way that she kind of like nailed that, I thought that was really good. And then, of course, we get the classic, you're not going to survive this one, bitch. At the end, we always get the bitch line at the end of every single freaking promo ever. Um, I, but I think that she, I don't even know if that was planned. I feel like she had to throw that in there to get a crowd reaction. We get it all the time. We get and it. And I, I kind of I wish Becky would have just been like, oh, okay, we haven't heard that one before. Thanks. That now, now that you've bored this crowd to sleep, we can we can leave type of thing. But I'm I'm excited for the match, but I just have not enjoyed the build to it. Yeah, I didn't hate this. I thought we've gotten way worse. I thought this was nowhere near the worst of like what we've gotten for Trish promos in the past. Well, I didn't think it was the worst. But the yeah, clearly the crowd didn't like it, and you didn't like it. So I'm here losing this argument. I'm I ain't, ain't going to die on this hill shit. Pass next. I'm not dying for, on this hill. Ready for Becky to move on. And what is she moving on to? A match that she's had twice. Zoe Stark next week on Raw. Falls count anywhere. At least it'll be a good match. It'll be a good match. I don't hate it. Patrick says, no question. Just appreciate you all. Well, thank you. Well, Chisholm says, from what you did know, do the talent know that Vince has been booking the show? Do they blame Triple H or know he's in a rock and a hard place? Uh, my friend Vince has not been booking the show lately. Uh, he had spinal surgery. <laughs> like this is some of the first time. I mean, and he wouldn't book the show. What would happen is somebody else would book the show. Then he would change most of the show is what, how that would usually work to the best of my understanding. Uh, but yeah, a, a lot of people in WWE knew that when that was happening, that Vince was doing that. I mean, I was tipped off to it in February. Denise, do you remember when everybody gave me grief? Because I, I posted that story like in February or March where wrestlers were like, yeah, Vince is running the show again, by the way, guys. Yeah, that, like, was, that was early on too. Yeah. People were like, oh, you're just trying to scare people. No, I'm trying to tell you the truth. That's it. Oh, but you're not here. Everyone says you're dirty, boy. You can't be telling the truth, Sean. Can't be telling the truth. Jonathan Corona says, Sean, sorry I wasn't able to be on chat because I was in Mexico for my 23rd birthday. Congrats on 100K, Fightful. Do you know when the WWE TV deal is up? Do you think they'll do a new stage for a TV deal? So their deal is up late next year. Uh, they are actively uh, courting people and, and outlets and all that good stuff. Uh, and if a new uh, venue or if a new host venue 
media partner wants a new stage, they will get a new stage. That's just the way that it'll work, Jonathan. Uh, also, happy birthday. Hope you had an awesome one. Hope you had a good time in Mexico. But yeah, if a WWE media partner wants a new stage or a certain presentation, WWE will make that happy happen. They are, they have become better than they have ever been at maximizing revenue. Cody said that to me. He's like, man, he's like, I'm wrestling in my prime. You're covering wrestling in your prime and we're covering it in the most financially rewarding period in history. And that is objectively true for WWE. Will Chisholm says, I'm sorry, Trish, cutting the 1998 promos don't work for me. I, I do like how she brought up, you know, it was, I was, I'm scared now. And I was scared when I started in WWE, yeah, but I still I did that. Good. I like that line, but that was about it. Me too. I like that part too. Miz cut an in-ring promo. He said the same shit he's always said about LA Knight, but he said that he is facing someone <laughs> way tougher, way better than anybody L.A. Knight has ever faced. Akira Tozawa. I did like this because I love seeing Akira Tozawa. And he came out, and every time Akira Tozawa is on the mic, he gets something over by saying one thing. And it's either ha, or in this case, yeah. Because if you remember, people were chanting ha in 2017. Well, why is 2017 pertinent, Denise? Because it's the last time that Akira Tozawa won a one-on-one -on -one match on Raw. He beat Neville for the cruiserweight title six years and one week ago. And a, a win that also didn't make any sense. But still, that's the last time he won on WWE Raw. He's won a bunch on main event and all that but they have a fun little match where la knight is out there not really doing anything he teases miz but miz's own ego gets in the way and then akira tozawa picks up the win i didn't hate this you got the la knight pop you got akira tozawa a win i was fine with this this was hilarious. Everything about this was hilarious. And it was all because of Kira Tozawa. He made this entire thing. Uh, him doing the yeah off with the Miz was really great. His reaction after he won the match, he's like looking up and he's got his mouth all open. And he's looking at Allie Knight and he's like, oh my God, like he can't believe it. Uh, I'm sorry. This was a win for me. I think that if you're going to use Tozawa in anything, this was fine. And I know that some people are going to be like, really? You got Tozawa pinning the Miz? It's the Miz. I don't care. Um, this was perfectly okay with me. And I can't believe it's been since 2017. Holy smokes. That means I have never seen a yeah. Tozawa win in all this time that I've been covering Raw with you. Yeah. We've, we've never, never spoken about it. Maybe win like, then. maybe like 24 seven. Yeah. Maybe like 24 seven stuff. Are we counting that? No, right? No, no, no. And I mean, it is kind of sad that both of the titles that he's won don't exist anymore. Ooh. That's sad. I mean, they could have made a good line out of that, but LA Knight got a big pop. Uh, I am half expecting a John Cena, LA Knight versus Miz and Austin Theory match to happen. Uh, John, John Cena announced as returning to WWE uh, uh, for Superstar Spectacle on an upcoming SmackDown. But, I mean, that would make a lot of sense. One, because John Cena absolutely sucked at WrestleMania. was a horrible match. Needs to redeem that a little bit. But also, he's probably going to get his win back over Austin Theory. Plus, you can put LA Knight in there. LA Knight's going to be over everywhere. I can tell you he's over in the UK. I can tell you he's over in Lexington because during every commercial break of AEW Collision this week, there were yeah chants. 
just over everywhere. So I think we're going to see that. Will Chisholm says, hey, Dirt Sheet Boy, you think we should have HBK help book WWE and AW's women's division? I'm calling you that with love, SRS. Turn off your caps lock. But, I, I mean, honestly, yeah, Shawn Michaels books the women effectively in NXT. There's plenty of angles I don't like in NXT, but the women always get time and care. And Denise, I have long said on this show and others, I think that one of the things they should do with some women's angles, since women's wrestling really rose to prominence in the last seven years, is utilize some tried and true angles and some things that we haven't seen. Like, I'm not saying that we need like a women's casket match or something like that, but like that's something we've never seen them do, right? Why the hell not? I'd be down for that. I would love to see that. It's a new wrinkle to something we haven't seen with women. Uh, for example, Shawn Michaels straight up told me, you, you were there at the, the presser we did with him. He's like, oh, if some of the angles seem familiar, it's because I'm ripping them off directly from my career. He's like, I could lie and say that it's anything else. He goes, but people like those angles. It's been 20, 25 years. I say, why the hell not? Because there are a whole bunch of people that have no idea those angles existed. I'm cool with that. There are tons of angles that got recycled and reused. I wish that they would do that a little bit more. I think Shawn Michaels is doing great. Bizarro Big L says WWE showing its insecurity, having to put two days in total to overshadow the competition. It's a little sad. Sean, what, Sean, what you meant to say was Steelers showing Deshaun what turf tastes like. We're only concerned about the Bengals this year. Nobody fears Lamar. Lamar Jackson is very good. I'll say this for a common Bengals W stream. Uh, go follow me at common Bengals W. I would uh, greatly appreciate if you guys do that. That's my little hobby, Twitter and YouTube. But, I, I I don't care if WWE combines their two days. I don't I don't care. It's healthy competition. As long as they're not like making weird, personal, hurtful attacks towards the competition, I don't give a damn. Good, good for them. I hope they do. I hope they continue to take little fun shots at AEW. I like that stuff. Sami Zayn comes out there in Quebec City. He's he's going to get cheered, of course. A huge ovation. Amazing to see. However, he's surrounded by the Judgment Day, Denise. And he's like, you can't believe that I came alone. And fortunately, FightfulSelect.com, the best $5 in the business today, didn't just report that Kevin Owens is going to be back. We reported the rundown for Raw. We had the Backstage Report podcast. We reported a name, Mariah May, that AEW has been interested in, a big prospect. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com because this week we got a bunch of contract news. AEW, WWE, all kinds of good stuff. Jimmy Van's doing a Q&A. Best $5 in the business. I've tried to scale back the plugs a little bit, but just do, do us a favor. Subscribe to Fightful Select. Just, just do it. Just five bucks. KO is back. I'm so happy to see KO back. Best $5 in the business. Fightful Select reported that he was cleared on Friday, Denise. It's good to see him back. We didn't know how long he was going to be gone, but he's back in the fold. All right. So the start of Raw was great, by the way, with just Sami Zayn in there soaking in all this adoration from the people. That was very, very cool. Um, It was a reminder, though, and 
I'm so glad that Kevin Owens came back and they had all of this because as I was watching this, I was like, damn, remember when Sami Zayn was like a big part of the storylines on WWE when he was doing all that stuff with the bloodline and Roman Reigns? And then I started remembering how great it was with Sami Zayn, like really having a concrete freaking story. And so I started thinking like, damn, we need to get Sami Zayn back up there, man. Uh, So that was kind of what I was thinking about during this. And when the Judgment Day came out and ruined the moment, I was legit upset. I was like, damn, I wanted to hear what Sami Zayn was going to say. I wanted to see have more of this, uh, you know, this bond that he was having with the audience. I thought that was great. But when Kevin Owens came out, I was so happy when Kevin Owens came out. I thought that was really great to see him go out there and just like them talking all this French. I didn't understand anything that was being said throughout the entire show, but it was great. I was a fan of what they did for the opening of the show. So uh, backstage. Denise. Yes. Ah, not this again. All the time. Oh, but Cody Rhodes made fun of him. What? He sure did, Denise. Yeah, he called him what, a Funko Pop? He called him a Funko Pop. Kim Grace says when Cody called McDonough a Funko Pop, I LOL'd. I, you know what? I, have, I don't think I've just- ever met JD McDonough in person. But now I want to meet J.D. McDonough in person because you... his head does not look that big to me. And everyone says his head's so big. I don't see it. Listen, even if it's not, that's that's the rap now. I was watching him like when he was standing next to Finn. Uh, I was literally looking at them and I was like, it's slightly bigger, but not like OMG big. I don't know. Maybe it was the camera pretty, angle. It's pretty big, Denise. That's pretty big. <laughs> That's so sad. Listen. <laughs> That's so sad. I, I truly mean this with love, but damn. Uh, Beetle Dad says, SRS, is there any truth to the rumor that JD McDonough is Al Snow's favorite wrestler? Oh, Denise, my God. Because of his head. That's yeah, big. I got I'll tell joke. you what's also big. The numbers that OVW did on that Netflix trailer today. Jesus. Ah, how many did it do? Christ almighty. I looked, it was like at 2000 retweets today. And that wasn't like, let me, let me see what they did. It was, it was a I'm surprised, very, honestly, 1.5 million views on YouTube the trailer, is what the trailer on, on Twitter right now. Oh, on Twitter. Okay. What that, what that did just incredible. Um, best of luck to him. I'm going to be doing some media around that. I'm sure. Cause it's right up the road. It's an hour away or uh, a five mile drive for Denise in LA. But uh, I'll be going and doing some media uh, over there. But Denise. Um, it's like 13 miles, by the way. Like 13 miles is like 40 minutes sometimes, Denise, depending on I, where you're going. I did just get sent something. What? Very, very interesting. It Good is. Good interesting or bad interesting? Oh, God. Is this real? Is this real or is it not going to edit? I'm not up to date with the Funko world. I got about 200 of them in this thing over here. My wife collected them. Oh, this is supposed to be Finn, right? Or is that supposed to be JD? It's JD, but he's Funko Pop. Funko Pop Finn. Either way, if you're laying your big ass head down to sleep at night, make sure you go to helixsleep.com slash fightful. I often say... 
that the two sponsors I use the most are Helix and Nord. And there's a reason for that. A third of your life should be spent in your bed, ideally. And Helix Sleep is making sure that you've got sleep designed for you. Helix mattresses are made with your unique sleep preferences in mind. They'll match you to the perfect mattress based on your body type, sleep habits, and lifestyle, helping you fall asleep faster and sleep deeper too. You take a sleep quiz and they match you up to the mattress right for you. You don't have to go into a store. You don't have to go roll around on a mattress that anybody else has been on. And right now you get 25% off any purchase when you use the code FIGHTFUL. Plus, every mattress order comes with two free dream pillows, a $150 value. I mentioned earlier, I had a neck injury, had a back injury back in the day. This was a major turning point in my life because around 2020, I was like, okay, my body is not responding well to the slab of memory foam that I'm on. I want to invest in my sleep. And I went to helixsleep.com. And I uh, ordered a mattress. I got matched up with the Dusk Lux model. They have ones that align your spine, ones that cool you down, ones for plus-size sleepers, any number of them that can help you out. And at that time, I wasn't doing so good financially, and they had great payment plans and financing that helped me out. And I did my research, too. 30,000-plus five-star reviews. GQ put it over. Good Housekeeping put it over. Wired put it over. HelixSleep.com slash Fightful. A 10 to 15 year warranty, a 100 night sleep trial. So if for some reason you don't like it, they will come pick it up. But you're going to love it. I've been wanting to get one too, by the way. I I think about it all the time. Right before I go to bed, I'm like, oh yeah, I got to get my Helix. Because, yeah, I need a more comfortable bed. Maybe I can work something out. Maybe I'll, yeah. maybe I'll. Girl, I'm sleeping on a $100 fucking mattress from Amazon. Quit, quit dropping the F word. <laughs> I'm sorry. My, My God. And you can't fire well, get, me. You know how what? much I pay for rent now. Yeah, and now I, I know how much I pay you too. And it's it's the equivalent of a mattress <laughs> per show. My God. Okay, fine. Every week I'm going to get a new mattress. Who's going to collect them. So Cody came out. And Will Chisholm covers the whole thing. I love the way Cody was playing up the John Cena babyface. Only Cody can get away with this. Would you say the OVW class is like the 2003 NBA draft class, the way people talk about him? As far as Cody, it was a very pointless promo. He was just like, hey guys, cheer for Sammy and KO. Hi, Michael Cole. Hi, Wade Barrett. That was it. But they've been doing that like sporadically with him. Yeah. I'm, I'm just like, who the hell is he working at this point? Uh, as far as the OVW class, yes, it is. We're talking Shelton Benjamin, Batista, Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar, just off the top of my head. Just an incredible, Charlie Haas even was, was a very, very good one. But that class, and I mean, let's be real, that's what OVW continues to sell their name off of is 20 years ago. And uh, yeah, I mean, and at that time, there were other people there that, that would come through and, and do really, really well. Um, just man, what what an incredible, incredible class that was. Uh, just really, really loaded. Rock hard Joel Wood says at least once per episode, Sean has to tell Denise to stop dropping the F word. Somebody asked me earlier when I said it, Oh, well, what's up with your your F word ban? I was like, Well, I was quoting, I was reading a quote, but I'll tell you a quote I feel like I've read before. KO and Sami Zayn versus Judgment Day ends in a DQ. 
And then we get, because by the way, because then we get KO Zane and Rhodes defeating Judgment Day. After Judgment Day argued amongst themselves backstage over who should be in this match, they decided. And I'm I'm done with the dissension too. I'm I'm getting I'm getting even tired of that. But there have been at least 15 matches over the last three months with Rollins, KO, Zane, Rhodes against Judgment Day. And I get it. People are going to say, that's how feuds work. I'm talking like just on Raw. It's the same stuff all the time. Fantastic ingredients, but I'm sick of the meal, Denise. It all becomes a blur at one point. It all becomes a blur. Like I was looking at this and I'm thinking, okay, they take one person out, swap it in with another person, swap it in with another person. I feel like we've been getting the same main event for at least a month now on Raw. I know that you said, yeah, maybe some days they don't, <laughs> maybe some days they switch it up, but it's pretty much the same thing over and over and over again. And I feel bad because at this point, um, it almost feels like, Ah, it just almost feels like it's not for me. I feel like it's mainly for the people in the actual venue versus the people watching on TV where it's like, yeah, for, it's very cool for everybody to see that match when you're there in person. But you're watching on TV. I've already seen some variation of this uh, in the last couple of weeks. And so for me, I kind of felt like, okay, Yep, they're doing the exact same thing. And that was the first thing that I told you when we hopped on this. I'm like, bro, I really feel like I've been seeing the same show, at least for sure, the same main event now for a couple weeks. KE775 says, what is up with Judgment Day? Are they breaking up, adding a member? What was the point of their dominance last week, only to beat this week? To further that dissension and to accelerate the J.D. McDonough storyline, I will say this. With Vince being gone, we have seen J.D. pop up a lot more. And I don't think that's an accident, but I'm, I'm, I just want, I want some acceleration in this story and maybe them to do it with somebody else at this point. Cause Rollins has moved on. Thank God. But now you've got KO and Sammy. And like, at this point, I feel like KO and Sammy have beat him a bunch of times, but I have no idea if they have. I've just seen him wrestling them nonstop. Yeah, no, the Judgment Day has been taking a lot of L's, a whole lot of L's. And we've been seeing like Sammy and Cody, and then you, I mean, sorry, not Sammy and Cody, uh, Sammy and uh, KO, and then you add Cody, and then they had Seth Rollins. And it's basically been all of those guys just like kind of mixed up a little bit. Denise, tell the people where they can find you. Well, youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. That's the place to be. Lots of London content coming up. Yeah, we're going to be doing some stuff surrounding that as well. Looking to have a guest do some interviews for us this week. We have Iridian going to All Out and StarCast for us next week as well. So you're going to see some different faces just besides myself. Uh, Joel Pearl just interviewed Matt Taven. That'll be up in the coming weeks. But we have two interviews with Aaron Stevens, the former Damian Sandow. I did one and Wrestling Perspective did one. We're dropping, we dropped DDP, uh, Richard Holiday, and of course we got Matt Cardona coming up this week. You can get all those early tier two fightfulselect.com. You get early notes on fightfulselect.com. Please subscribe if you want more of a review. Alex and Kate are over there right now. They'll be filling in for me and Denise next week as uh, you know, we got London travel. So we will see you guys payback denise or are we doing are you doing payback with me or are you gonna be busy you don't do, we have like busy. a raw show afterwards like not next week but the week after no not between now and payback no 
When the hell's payback? September 2nd. Man, that's soon? We'll, we'll figure it out off the air. I Until thought there was the- another rhyme between that. <laughs> Until next time, guys, we're out. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.